All right, good morning, everyone. Today we're doing Siman Zayin, Si'if Aleph. And just to recap, it came up last uh, yesterday, just real quick. If a person's going to wash his hands, uh, well, needs to wash his hands before davening, but he has no water, and he just is going to wipe it on something. So basically, it's a, it's, it's a machloket. There's no, uh, there is no uh, final psak. Either you say al-nekiyut yadayim or al-netilat yadayim. Two different opinions. Actually, the Kafachayim writes, Safek brachat lakel. He doesn't know. He says, don't say any bracha. But uh, most pick one or the other. And uh, there's no right and wrong. Okay. Zayin Aleph. Kol ayom kishoset zrachav ben ktanim ben gedolim. Mevarech asher yetzar. Velo al netilat yadayim. Whenever a person goes to relieve himself during the day, whether it's for number one, number two, he always says Asher Yetzar afterwards, and he does not say Netilat Yadayim. The bracha is only once in the morning before davening. Even if you want to uh, daven later, or Mincha, uh, Mara, whatever you want to daven, or another Shemon Esrei, or you want to learn, we never say Netilat Yadayim more than once. Haga, Hayu Yadav Melukhachot. Your hands are dirty. You wipe them. Even if your hands are dirty, you still don't say al netilat yadayim. The only bracha you say is asher yetzar. And how long do you have? You want to say it right away. Um, some say you have up until 72 minutes. Some say you have all day. There's no uh, clear halacha. Perhaps sefik brachot lahakel. Okay. Okay, bet. Hetil mayim v'lo shivshef. Person has number one. Merig lion, number one. V'lo shivshef. He doesn't make his hands dirty. He doesn't touch anything. Only touches his clothing. Alpha pishet sarich levarech asher yetzar. Even though you need to say asher yetzar. Ain't sarich litol yadav. You don't have to wash your hands. You didn't touch anything. Ela mishum nekiyut. Unless you have to wash your hands to get them clean. O mishum hikon. Or you're doing it to prepare yourself for davening. Okay. Okay. Base. No. Gimel. Hatil mayim veisich da tomi lahatil mayim. A person uh, does number one. And we see a day to him and I mind, he's done, he's not going to do it again. And then he realizes he has to go again, number one. So the Shulchan Aruch writes, you say the bracha twice, one for each time. Uh, I believe most Paskin, you say Safik, and I believe all the Paskin just say to say one, or at least most, only say one, and it goes on both. Okay, Dalit. Ein shiur lehashin mayim ki afilu letipa achat chayav levarech. And it doesn't matter how much one does. Number one, number two, even for a drop, you have to say the bracha. Sher yitzar sheim yisatem anekev miloti atipa hi ayakashelo vechayav lehodot. Even for one drop, it'd make it be difficult for him if it didn't work. And um, and you have to praise the Kodesh Baruch Hu for everything. Okay, now we're doing hilchot sitzit siman chet. Alright, meumad. A person wraps himself with his with his talus and he makes the bracha standing. 
So there's an Indian, you're, both, you're, you're supposed to stand both when you do the mitzvah and both when you say the bracha. In general, when you say a bracha for a mitzvah, we're supposed to stand. And this is just one example. And when you're doing a mitzvah, so that some say for all mitzvah, generally you're supposed to stand unless there's another reason not to. And some say only certain mitzvot. But, um, okay. And when you say the bracha, make sure it's over la siyatan. Right before you're going to say, uh, right before you, you, um, you unfold your talis so that you say the bracha right before you wrap yourself. Not while it's still in the bag folded. Because then it's two-step or it's too far. Because I'll say over de over. It's, uh, it's too far away. You want the bracha to be right before you do the action. Right before you do the mitzvah. Okay, bet, safe bet. Seder atifato kederach b'nei adam. Okay, so how does one wrap himself? Shemit kasim b'chsutam v'yoskim b'imlachtam. So some people wrap themselves. The way people wrap themselves during the day, whether they're working, whatever they're doing. And it's p'amim b'kisoy harosh, p'amim b'giloy harosh. Sometimes they cover their head and sometimes they don't cover their head. So it could be done either one. And ideally, he says, it's better to cover your head with the talit. And the custom is that when one wraps himself, when you say the bracha, you wrap it around your head. And then there's a couple of different ways people do it. Um, some cover their face when they wrap themselves, and some particularly don't cover themselves. And, but either way, you're wrapping your head around it. And I could have brought a talus to demonstrate, but then, and then you throw it, you, you wrap it around your head, and then you throw it over your left side. Some do one side, first two, and then another two. But bottom line is you want to have four of them over your left shoulder for um, the amount of time it takes to walk, dalad amut. Um, maybe four seconds. Okay. Okay, three seconds. Okay, gimel. Um, and some point out it's best to wear some say it's better to cover your head also during davening with the talis as it helps with uh, kavana and yirat shemayim. Gimel. Talitot ktanim shelanu, sha'anu nohagim lobosh. So our talis katan, or we call it tzitzis, af alpi she'en bahem ituf, even though we don't do ituf with them, yotzim bahem yedei chovat tzitzit, yir yotzei the mitzvah of tzitzit. The concept of doing ituf, of wrapping it, is um, Chazal established that that's the ideal way to do the mitzvah or to put it on. But it's not me'akev, uh, it's not part of the ikr, part of the mitzvah. It was not, it's not part of, uh, when you open up the chumash, there's no ituf, it's not part of it. But it's, uh, Chazal added this as um, a better way uh, or a more appropriate way to, to do the mitzvah. V'tov la'aniachoto al rosho. It's good to put on your head. Spread out. And you wrap yourself. And then you, wrap, you wear it over your body. Not just, um, uh, not just over your head. We will see that if you're only wearing a garment that is only on your head, you're not even chayav in tzitzit. If the derech of that beged is to only be on top of your head. Okay, dalad. Um, to do what? Oh, so to wrap themselves with the talis katan? So most don't. Most people just put it on. The Arizal was quoted uh, for wrapping himself with the talis katan, and he would say, 
when he would wear his uh, talit katan. But uh, uh, we're going to come across that real soon, I believe, uh, just in case we don't. For a talit katan, the minag is for Svardim and Ashkenazim, we say, al uh, mitzvat tzitzit. For a talis katan, or if it's, that's if you're saying the bracha, that's another thing. If you, some say, many say, that if you're going to wear a talis kadal, it's better not to say a bracha on the talit katan, because there's a chashash um, of a bracha she'en There's a couple of reasons. Either the size is not enough, or it's a bracha she'en So for a couple of reasons, the general minag is to only say one bracha on the talis kadal, and have in mind for the talis kadal. But if you don't wear a talit gadol, uh, big talis, and you not, uh, or you wake up in the middle of the day and you put on a new talit katan, so then the, the, then the halacha is you do say a bracha. What about if there's a big gap between when you put your talis katan on and when you do shul? Right. So the question is, what's the big gap? So different opinions. Good question. You want to wear two. You want to wear your talit with two tzitzis in your back, behind you, and two in front of you. So you're surrounded with mitzvot. Hey, you have two or three people. They're all putting on their talis at the exact same time. They all make their own bracha. If they want to, one of them could say a bracha for all of them. And they answer, Amen. And everyone has in mind to be motzi each other. Vav. So the Shulchan Aruch writes, you are allowed to say even lihitatef. I'm not familiar with people who do this. But you are allowed to say lihitatef b'tzitzit instead of al mitzvah tzitzit. But uh, that's not the general custom. Rama says, don't change our custom. That's what we all do. And that's, that's the custom of Kal Yisrael. And that's the custom by Svartim too. It's important. One needs to separate the tzitziot. That they shouldn't be all tangled or knotted. Um, the question is how important and how necessary is it uh, more of a hitter mitzvah? Is it more necessary? So it, it's important, but it's not me'akev. So therefore, on Shabbos, we don't separate them. Well, that's also a question. If it's only, uh, there's different opinions on Shabbos, and if it's, um, probably the best thing to do is just leave it like that, but probably um, if it's just a little bit entangled, um, it's okay. Um, just to separate it more on Shabbos. If it's more tangled, so then there are different customs. But uh, if it's an absolute knot, so then for sure everyone says, you're not allowed to undo a knot on Shabbos. Um, okay. Chet. person should have in mind when he um, wraps himself that he, sh- he should be- remember all the mitzvot all day long to, 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 to do them. Tet. So before someone says the bracha, it's important to check to make sure that your your talit is kosher, that there's no um, it's it's not uh, ripped um, or torn. So that you don't end up making a bracha levatala, because if if it's if the tzitzit are ripped or torn, we'll discuss this later when 
where it's where it makes a puzzle, but um, so it's important. It's very important to check. Is there an absolute obligation? So that's also a question. Uh, most say nowadays it's not so much because it's rare that they, they, they actually do um, tear from one day to another. And so therefore, if you can't check for whatever reason or you're running very late, um, you can put on your, your talus and say a bracha. But, um, but one should definitely try to check to make sure, especially if you're borrowing one from somebody or borrowing one from a shul, because then it's less likely to be uh, 100% kosher. Okay, Yud. Let's say you didn't wash your hands yet and they're dirty and you want to just put on your talit katan. That's fine. So put it on and don't say bracha. You can't say bracha. Your hands are dirty. And when you wash your hands, then So then you just, you touch and move the tzitzit and you say the bracha. Now, you don't necessarily... It's also, it's a concept of siyatan. It's better to, to say the bracha and then do the, and then, um, uh, no. so here you're already wearing it. So it's, it's too late as far as siyatan. But whenever you say the bracha, really, you could just say the bracha without touching the tzitziot. But it's, it's, a, it's like a hitter. It's better to do something, a physical action when you say the bracha to show what it's for. Or you can just put on another talis afterwards, or a talit gadol, and then yevarech alav, and when you say the bracha on the second one, you'll have a mind to, to poter, have a mind the other talis that you put on, or your, 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 your tzitzis, people call it tzitzis, the talit katan, that you weren't able to say the bracha the first time, because your hands are dirty. And since you're saying the bracha on the second talis, and you're doing a physical act of wrapping yourself and putting it on, you don't have to now um, touch or feel or move the tzitziot of the first one. Okay. Yud Aleph. Ikar mitzvah talit katan lelov sho al begadav. So the Shulchan Aruch writes, the main mitzvah of a talit katan is to wear it over your clothing. So you should always see them and remind yourself to do the mitzvot. So, uh, so, so many write, it's better to have your tzitziot to wear them so that you can see them on the outside. So again, it's not, you're not obligated, but many say it's definitely better. And some bedavka, based on the arizal, have the minhag to keep them covered inside. Yudbet. So it doesn't matter how many garments you're wearing. If each one has four corners, there's no limit. They're all chayev. If you wear one talit katan or a hundred, each one is chayev to have tzitziot on the four corners. And if you're going to put them all on at the same time, one after, even one right after the other, you're wearing them all at once. And when you say the bracha, you have in mind for all of them. You just say one bracha for all of them. Because you had a mind for all of them. But if you have a hefsek, then you have to make a bracha for each one. And so then, 
Um, and certainly if you didn't have in mind for all of them, then it's like a hafsik anyway, and you do say a bracha for all of them. Okay. Now some say, I believe, that it's better not to say a bracha based on safek brachot lahakel. Okay. When you put on a talit katan, you say a bracha. Wait, did I skip anything? I skipped the So the Ramah writes, if you take off the first one before you put on the second one, then it's a definite hefsek, and you have to say a bracha on the next one. Okay. And then this is also a, uh, an issue of Safik bracha sahakel. Many say better not to say a second bracha because not everybody agrees. And a general rule in the, with the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, even those who are very strict to always follow the Shulchan Aruch, Rabbi Yosef Karo and the, and the Ramah, when it comes to Safik bracha sahakel, many times we don't follow them. Yud Halavesh talit katanu mevarech alav mit'atev gadol. So, at home, you put on the talit katan, you say a bracha, and then you go to shul, and now you put on your talit kadol. Now you make a second bracha. Because this is considered a hefsek. And if you daven in your house, you don't make a hefsek and you don't talk in between. Then you don't have to go back and say a bracha. Again, so this is also an area of contention among the poskim, uh, what's considered a, a hefsek or not. But uh, like we mentioned before, the general rule is just to say uh, say it on the talit kadol, and you have a mind the talit katan, and you you have you might be losing out on, on, on a bracha, but you avoid uh, a bracha shein etzricha and um, a bracha levatala, a bracha shein etzricha. Okay, your dalit. Im pashat talito. If you take off your talis, afilo ayadaito laksu tatif bo miyad, even though you have a mind to put on your talit, afterwards, you just took it off for a few minutes, you go to the bathroom, so the shulchan arach writes, tsarich levarech keshiachzor vitatef bo. When you put it back on, you say a bracha. And again, the minag is, well, let's read the ramah, v'yesh omrim she'en mevarchim. No, you don't say a bracha. If you have a mind to put it back on, that's only if you still have the talit katan on you. Again, in general, the minag is safik brachos lakel. I'm not saying you can't follow the Ramah or the Shulchan Aruch, but most say it's better to say safik brachos lakel. And even if you take it off on purpose, let's say you go to the bathroom or fall, even if, it, if we're going to get to falling off. The same thing, we don't say another, uh, another bracha. Im nafla talito shalobe mitkaven, vechozer umitatef, tsarich levarech. So the Shalchanarach writes, if it falls off, then you don't, then um, you do have to say a new bracha when you put it on. Vehusha nafla kula, that's if it fell off completely off your body. Avim lo nafla kula, afopisha nafla ruba, eno tsarich levarech. Okay. Tedzain. Halan betalito belaila. If a person sleeps with his talis at night. Tzarich levarech alav aboker af imlot pshato v'tov lemashmish bo bishad bracha. So then he says in the morning, 
it's the time for tzitzis. So then you have to say, then you should put on the bracha. Then you should say a bracha in the morning. And of course, anytime you're already wearing it and you, and you say a bracha, <coughs> then you should touch, the same idea, you should touch the tzitziot when you say the bracha. And so too, if a person puts on a talis before Amud HaShachar, early in the morning, before it's the Zman of Tzitzit, when it comes to the morning, then you should say a bracha. Now the post can point out though, if you never took it off, and you already, um, you already wore, the, you're, you're wearing the talit katan for two days straight, and you already said a bracha on it the day before. So the poskim don't agree with the Shulchan Aruch on this one, and they say in the morning you don't say another bracha, because it's, it's a split machloket, and we've shown him, um, if you're chayev to wear tzitzit at night, and we're going to get to that soon, but the question is, are you chayev to wear tzitzit at night also? So basically the, um, the Rosh is the one who writes, you, you are chayev to wear tzitzit at night, if it's a begad that you wear during the day. Right, talit katan we normally wear during the day. So therefore at night you're also obligated. So you never had a hefsek. So how can you say a new bracha in the morning? So that's what, so that's that. So if you if you already said the bracha on it from previously, then you don't say then you don't say another bracha in the morning. Yudzain. Nit kasa A person wears a four-cornered beget and he doesn't put on tzitzit. He uh, is not filling, is not fulfilling, uh, is losing out on the mitzvah. Okay. Siman Tet. Yes, he's mevatel the mitzvah. Seif Aleph. Ein chayav b'tzitzit min atara ala beged pishtim o shel tzemer rechilim. A person is only chayav to wear tzitzit according to the Torah. If the beged is made out of uh, linen or uh, wool. Aval, bigday sha'ar minim, but other materials like cotton, ain chayavim vitzitzit, ela midirabanan. It's only chayav midirabanan. Vyesh omrim, the kul chayavim midiraita. Vachi hilcheta. And the Ramah writes that no, all garments made of material is chayav in, is chayav daraisa also. So some say it's for Svartim, generally Paskan like, Maran Bet Yosef, it's more important for them to wear wool tzitzit. But um, it's not so convincing. Obviously, if there's a, a machloket involved, there might be a nafkamina, but uh, it's still the same Torah and the same Rishonim who argue which ones are deraita and derabanan. So it's also important for Ashkenazim, if they want to make sure that they're fulfilled the mitzvah deraita, to also have wool. So that's why Ashkenazim also are uh, many are makbi to also wear wool. But, uh, plastic is not chayav. Plastic is not, has to be begging material. Not leather and not plastic. Base. Tzitzit shel pishtim o shel tzemer rechilim potrim bechol minei beganim. So, now, the tzitziot, the strings, if they're made of linen or it's, or it's uh, wool, then that's, that, and you put that onto any beged, it works to be yotze the mitzvah. Chutz mishal pishtim tzemer, or shal tzemer le pishtim. But you can't do linen for wool or wool for linen, 
um, because uh, we don't have tchelet nowadays, which has to be with wool. Because linen and wool is kilayim. So that combo, obviously, you can't do. Haga. And some say you can't, um, you should never make it from linen whatsoever. And it's a, they say it's a gzera, it's a chazal made gzera, because it's easy for, once you, once you, uh, once you make them, it's possible by mistake, it'll get put on a wool garment, and then you'll have a problem, um, of kilayim. Gimel. Tzitzit shel sha'ar minim en potrin ela beminan. Now, if tzitzit made of other material, like if the strings are made from cotton, that's okay, but only if the beged is also cotton. If it's other material, it has to be the same one, the strings in the beged. Only wool, now, whenever you go to the store and buy, they're all always made out of wool, so you don't really have an issue. But, um, okay. About shiloba minan enam potri. I skipped right. Kegon meshi le beged meshi tzemer gefen le tzemer gefen. Right, so now if you have a combination of different tzitziot, it's a question if you're Yotze. Hey, yesh omrim shetzarich lasod tzitziot mitzava atalit, ramadaktakin noagimkin. He says, some say the, t- the, sh- the strings have to be made of the same material as the beged. And, um, and that's the proper way to behave. Hagav, Ashkenazim, en nagim la'asod ha-tzitziyat, rak levanim, af bebegadim tzvoim, ve'en l'shanot. So the Ramah writes, the string should always be made white, even if the beged is of a different color. Um, but they point out it's better... To ideally, to be white, uh, all of it. Uh, some of the posts can point out. Alpi um, kabala white is more of a. It's a, more of a spiritual color. It's more of um, a purity, and it's connected the or makif, the uh, spiritual light or energy that surrounds every person, and that's the um, that's what the talit katan uh, represents, and it's supposed to strengthen that light around us. Um, the Mishnah Bura points a pasuk from Daniel, where it refers to a Kodesh Baruch Hu judging us wearing a white, a white cloak or a white garments. So that's uh, so that's also where we see uh, the concept of a white beged. Vav Some say we should not make a talit of linen. Even though that's not the Shulchan writes, you should definitely make wear a tzitzit that's made uh, the beged, right? The garment that we wear should be made only of wool, and then this way your yotzei a hundred percent the araita without any question. Aga, you only have a linen beged. But if you have, there's nothing to buy. You can't buy anything but linen. So then, go ahead and use linen. It's uh, definitely better than nothing. It's time. (laughs) I think we'll stop. Okay, thank you.